Hello and welcome back to The Crash Test Mummy. I think this is episode seven. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about extroverts versus introverts. I have talked a little bit about this online in the past, but I've come to a new conclusion about myself that I wanted to share. So I was talking with my daughter last week and... I don't know how... Oh, we were talking about Lee, my my husband, her stepdad, and we were discussing how we are very different and um, how, you know, you kind of observe people's behaviours and you can get an impression from someone that is not accurate. And so I was... I suppose I tried to have these conversations with her to kind of open up a dialogue between us about how we're feeling and how sometimes... Uh, and I do this with Milo as well, who's six. Sometimes it's not just kids that have to apologize for their behavior basically you know i can definitely fly off the handle or i can be very angry about something else and i'll pick the kids up from school and project that anger onto them and just be in a grumpy or a bad mood and i tell both of the children that you know when that happens i still have to apologize later on when i realize that i am definitely kind of out of line i it's still on me to apologize in the same way that it would be on them because parents are not what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Immune, I suppose. They're not kind of, um, this is not an exclusive to children thing that they have to apologise for their behaviour. When parents behave badly, they have to apologise too. And so we were kind of like on one of those discussions, which I try to get into quite frequently and probably drives them crazy. And we ended up talking about Lee. Now, he is very, very different to me and he can often appear to be, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying because I have spoken about um, kind of our, our marital trouble, maritable, marital even troubles in the past um, in a bid to help other people. And something that I mentioned then and uh, something that I kind of brought up with Ella was that he is an introvert and so- sometimes it's difficult to kind of understand that if you're not an introverted person, but having really had to kind of delve into who we are and our personalities and how we deal with things and stuff in the last year I've really understood so much more about the introvert and extrovert sides of ourselves and lots of people these days it's almost like a trend to be introverted and it's like all of these um, YouTubers and bloggers and influencers and whatever um, are coming out saying oh they're very very introverted and very shy and all this stuff Um, and people are surprised by this but in the same way that I feel anxiety became a trend and that's not to take away from people who suffer with anxiety at all uh, I am actually using that in in a way of saying that I don't think it's okay for anxiety to have been a trend and that people who claim to have anxiety because they think it is a trendy thing to suffer from are very much taking away from people who actually do legitimately suffer from it. Everyone is completely normal to feel anxious in your life. Um, it's completely different to have uh, like an anxiety disorder. Uh, and the same way I feel like being an introvert, I know it's not the same, but being an introvert seems to be a trend. And so everyone wants to claim to be an introvert. And with some people, it's really difficult to believe that that's the case. Now, I personally am definitely an extrovert. However, when this became a thing that everyone was talking about, I started thinking, hmm, maybe I'm an introvert because I am quite shy. And I find it really difficult to... Um, like attend events by myself and I find it difficult to talk to people by myself if I'm in a group that's completely different but I did kind of think well I would never choose to go to somewhere by myself and so maybe that means I'm an introvert 
maybe the fact that I am I am shy which again is something not everyone would believe but maybe that makes me an introvert and I dabbled with that last year maybe thinking that and the more I had to look into our personalities mine and Lee's um, while we were going through these troubles I realized that the big thing that people talk about when they when they determine the introvert versus extrovert is the whole energy thing so if you don't know about this which I mean where have you been because it's been such a talked about topic um basically an introvert would draw their energy from alone time so the longer they're alone the more energy they will have and they will kind of be happier because they won't feel so drained and and every experience they have every kind of um social interaction would be draining to them whereas an extrovert would draw energy from those social interactions and so they would be drained by alone time and they would really crave those social situations so although I am shy and social situations do make me nervous once I am in the zone or if I attend with friends you can't shut me up and the worst part of being an extrovert in my personal opinion an extrovert who has got that kind of Um, anxious shyness about her is then you completely second guess every single encounter you've ever had with anybody because the more social situations I'm in the more I'm in a social situation would be a better way of phrasing that the more energy I draw and so I often seem like I may be on something I was watching an episode of girls last night and someone said to uh, I I think she's called Shosh, something like that. We're we're three seasons in, and I still don't know anybody's name apart from Marnie, and that's only because I know someone called Marnie. I genuinely cannot tell you what Lena Dunham's character's name is. I don't know what it is, but I can't. I'm terrible with names of TV show characters. Anyway, I think she's called Shoshana. This girl. Anyway, she was talking to Richard E. Grant, and he was asking her for cocaine, and which I know I say that strangely laughs at me all the time. Cocaine. And uh, she said, oh, no, no, I, I don't I don't know where to get it from. And he said, but you're on it right now. And she said, no, 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 people think that all the time, but this is just me. And I thought, yes, that I've been in that situation so many times that I get hyper. I get super hyper the longer I'm in people's company. And alcohol does not help, but alcohol is not needed for that to happen. And so often I've thought, I really wish that I hadn't been drinking because then people wouldn't think it was the alcohol. I remember going out when I was pregnant and I was not drinking and I was driving people home and I remember people making snide comments behind my back about me being drunk when I was pregnant. I was visibly pregnant and I wasn't drinking but because I was dancing and I was being a little bit hyper around these people they assumed that I was drinking and I understand that for some people that is why they drink because they like to feel a little bit leery and that the alcohol helps them. The alcohol does not help me do that at all. Alcohol, if anything, just makes me feel sleepy. But it's the social situation, the social interaction that makes me louder and louder and more obnoxious and irritating to be around. And so that partnered with this like angsty thing that I have of like, oh my God, did that person hate me? That was a terrible first impression. Did I talk too much? All of that stuff. It's not a great combination for me, but that is basically how I feel as an extrovert, that I very, very much draw my energy from social situations and being around other people. And so I was talking to Ella about this and saying, you know, Lee is completely different in that he is drained in social situations and so sometimes he needs to be by himself to kind of recharge, um, which is just something that I have observed, not something that he has told me. 
but something that I definitely think sometimes he'll come home from work and just need to be by himself for a little while. And that's a really important thing to identify if that's in your partner because it can seem that can start an argument pretty quick. If someone seems to be needing a lot of time by themselves and kind of distancing themselves from you, if you read it as that, that that could be a really dangerous thing because obviously they don't realise that they're doing anything negative or abnormal and you think it's all about you and it's nothing to do with you they just need that time and so that I, I mentioned that purely because it was a big thing um, that we kind of had to overcome and once I identified that it just wasn't even an issue anymore um, it's very easy to make things about yourself that are not about yourself at all when you are arguing with someone and that was one of those things so he's very introverted and he needs this time to kind of recharge and gain his energy back uh, because an entire day at work is being around people all day, especially because he's in sales. He's kind of really draining himself. And so some days he needs a little bit more time than others to get back to his normal self when he gets home. So because we were talking about this, I was um, describing to Ella how I can be really, really hyper. And I realized as I was talking to her, last week I found myself really, really tired. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they're my blogging days and um, I don't go to my office job on those days. And I always feel like, and I've said this, I think it was last week, I always feel like on a Monday when I leave work, I've got this weird hyper energy and this just drive and motivation that I don't have on the days that I actually have put aside to do this work. I kind of always thought it's procrastination. That's just, it's me being like, oh, I have all of this time. And so I, I have time to do it. I definitely know that that is something that I have done in the past. Um, I've, when I give myself, you know, like when people put something off to the last minute, if you've got a deadline, you know, you're going to do it. I say this like everyone's the same. If I had a deadline, I would get everything done in like the last hour that's just how I work and so I always kind of put it down to that and the fact that I am a last minute Larry kind of person but I think that this whole thing of being super super motivated and, and I always used to say that the reason that I was super motivated on a Monday afternoon after being at work all day was because I'd been at work at my office job all day and knew I couldn't do all these jobs that I wanted to do when I got home and so suddenly I was motivated because I didn't have the time and maybe that is something to look at maybe that has got something to do with it but I think the whole extrovert introvert thing has got something to do with it because Mondays and Tuesdays, which are definitely my most motivated days, I have spent in the office surrounded by people. Whether I'm talking to them or not, I am surrounded by people all day. And so I get home absolutely buzzing. Plus I'm probably slightly more caffeinated than normal because I've been in an office setting. But I do get home way, 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 way more excited than I get home from a school run, let's say, on a Wednesday, when I just slump on the sofa and I'm tired and I can't be bothered and I'll start it later and come about 12 o'clock, I think, well, maybe I should really film that video. I'm so lethargic and just dull. I, I wouldn't even know. Some days I turn on the camera and think, I'm not in the right frame of mind. This is not going to come across as my normal self. I may not be in the right frame of mind to film this video right now. And it's a weird situation, but that's kind of how I feel. The other times that I have felt differently have been the days where I've immediately left the school run and I have done like an Instagram live or a Facebook live or a whatever live where I'm interacting with people and then I get home and I'm full of energy and enthusiasm to start a day of working on my blog stuff. And I really do think 
that there is something to me being sitting there all day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, hours and hours and hours of just silence. Not silence, because clearly I'm doing, I'm watching TV or I'm listening to music, depending on what work I'm supposed to be doing. But hours and hours of me alone, it's draining me. And you know, like they say, the the more you sleep, the more you need to sleep. It's kind of like that. I mean, it's not, but it, it feels like that to me. Like the, the tireder I get, the more the more tired I feel. Do you know what I mean? Like the less work I do, the less work I can do because I'm just less and less motivated. And I, I always put it down to so many, so many more things going on um, personality-wise, but I really think there is something to the extrovert in me needing social interaction. And so I would really, really like to hear from you guys that work from home or even those of you, you know, stay-at-home moms, how do you deal with that situation if you are an extrovert? If you're an introvert, is it great? Is working from home like fuel? Is it fantastic to sit in your own company and work all day? Do you not need anything? I don't feel like I miss the social interaction. Like in my mind, I'm not sitting there thinking I wish I had someone sat next to me. I'm perfectly content by myself. But the longer I'm by myself, the more tired I am. And I just don't think that that is a coincidence. So is this a thing that you guys feel? I would absolutely love for you to tell me. You can tweet me, you can Instagram me, you can email me. Everything will be in the show notes of this podcast for you to contact me. But I just kind of came up with it while I was talking to Ella last week. And I was thinking about it at work today and just getting more and more motivated to record an episode for today. And I wasn't even going to put, I had another episode put out today, but I decided to put this one out instead. And I thought this, this is why, this is why I leave work absolutely raring to do something. As soon as I get home, I'm going to do the exercise DVD that we've been working on. I just have so much energy when I leave work. Um, and may, I'm starting to think maybe I need to do like a, a more hours at work. Maybe I need to do kind of more half days at work so that my afternoons are free to do my blogging stuff. And I've just got so much more energy to do that maybe that is a thing for me. We all have to kind of find our our work-life balance, don't we? And a big part for me, which I know I spoke about last week, in the um, feeling like I'm always so overwhelmed and so I never get anything done because every task is so overwhelming that I never even start it. But because I'm not getting things done, then I'm not allowing myself time to relax in the evenings and the work-life balance is constantly suffering. And part of that, for sure, is the fact that I just cannot get my butt into gear on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Let me know. More than Thank enough you time for joining me. To do everything I, I need see to you do. Guys next and week. I'm not doing it. And I think that maybe I need to find a new process. Also, for those of you that have listened to previous episodes, because I have um, mentioned that this was kind of on the cards, but I have just... Con- contract. I have just signed a contract um, to write a book, um, which I'm going to be talking about a little bit, both on this podcast and I'm going to listen, talk a little bit about it on um, YouTube as well. I don't want to kind of bore you to tears. I'm probably going to talk about it more here than there because it's going to be a little bit more mental um, and it's probably going to bring up some topics of conversation for the podcast more so than in random videos. But I have I have done that. And so I have been um, reading... <laughs> reading about how to write a book. I know this sounds ridiculous. I have put a lot of prep into the proposal. Um, The situation with the book was that they contacted me um, with basically the chance 
to pitch for a book. And so it wasn't like, oh, we'll give you this amount of money and you can write a book. No, that's not the situation. I won't see a penny until the book sells. And so this is kind of, in my opinion, a step up from self-publishing in that they are doing everything for me, but I am not being kind of paid to write this book. I will make money on the book if it sells and I don't have any of the upfront costs. But effectively, I had to pitch the idea for the book and it was very in-depth. And because I put so much prep into it, I'm not too nervous of writing it because I did do a lot of the work up front and I feel like I've already sectioned it out for myself. So it's kind of bite-sized. But I am going to talk a little bit more about it, like I say. Um, But I I still did feel like I'd never done this before and I could do with some hints and tips. So I have read some stuff. I've listened to some stuff. I've watched some videos where people talk about processes and preparing themselves so they have a certain routine before they start um, to get the most from themselves. And I think maybe that is a thing that I need to do for all of my work days. So even if that prep is to do an Instagram live for half an hour, every single time I'm about to start something. So like drop my off at school, sit outside Costa, to my Instagram live, then I go home and do my work. I think that that's the kind of thing that I maybe do need to do to just kind of jazz myself up for the day. Let's have a little bit of a social interaction, get chatting and then I can start. Even if it's a a phone call with a friend, I think I need that. I think it does give me energy. It does fill me with enthusiasm to work. And um, I would love to hear if that's the same for you guys. Because right now I'm feeling like a complete weirdo uh, that I can't can't get myself in the right frame of mind to, to kind of get up and go. But then that's normal, isn't it? we're all pretty lazy. I hate that though. <laughs> I hate that. I really don't want to be lazy. I have got a great work work ethic. It's just that initial motivation. And people ask me all the time how I stay motivated. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm the right person to ask. When I'm in the right mood, I'm so motivated and I want to do everything. And when I'm laying on the sofa, I just want to play Sims and eat for a Rocher. It'd be very, very difficult for me to get myself motivated from that point. So I, th- I do think that having my part-time job definitely helps me because every week I kind of start fresh with this new get up and go feeling on a Monday afternoon. I don't know, it's a weird routine, isn't it? So that is it. <laughs> that's, our, that's our strange uh, kind of question for this week. Are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Ex- oh my goodness. Are you introverted? Are you extroverted? How does that affect your life? How do you deal with it? how how do you where do you draw your energy from and do you think that it affects your work and your job because I never really considered it outside of my relationship which is really something I only considered last year it's all very new to me I already thought that I was kind of extroverted because I'm a bit like hey everyone look at me but then because I also had that shyness I was not 100% on that so I don't know I don't think I'm an introverted extrovert either. I think I am just an extroverted extrovert. Um, I just have kind of a... I, I need an intro. If someone came over and said, hey, this is Kyla, you would like her, talk to her, I would be totally fine. I'm just never going to walk up to someone and be that person that's like, hello! No, that's not me. Maybe I could take a course. 
do you, can do people do that maybe i need a life coach oh my goodness last week i went to costa and there was someone with a life coach next to me and it blew my mind a life coach in doncaster kind of wanted to contact the woman i was waiting for the woman who was being coached to leave so that i can ask for the woman's card but they left together so i'll st- i'll never know i'll never know the, the name of this woman but she was very tall and i kind of felt like maybe this woman was born very tall and she has always felt very tall and she's always felt very in control and she's never had to worry about anything else and do you want advice from someone who's never faced any adversity of shortness that was my question when i saw her stand up is has she always been super confident and personally i don't think that someone who's always had something this is completely ridiculous by the way um i don't think that someone who's always been able to do something or had confidence can teach it you know someone that's got a uh, an innate talent innate talent for something someone who is a prodigy can't teach you how to do something because they've always had it in them i want to be taught by someone who had to learn you know what i mean so this tall lady could have faced many things in her in her life but as soon as she stood up i just thought hmm you've always been confident haven't you that's kind of how i feel and that was my gut instinct on looking at the back of this person um which was completely wrong i'm sure but do you think that i don't know questions questions but that is it for this week's random car park episode maybe at some point i'll actually put some of that equipment that i bought to good use and won't record things on my phone who knows but maybe i'll actually also get some guests on because that has been requested and i have got some people lined up i just need to get out there and record some stuff with them. I also do have another one with Emma that I think you'll really enjoy. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening and I will see you guys next week or I will speak to you guys next week unless you follow me on YouTube in which case you'll see me too.